Hey, Senda. Hey, Phil. You want to talk about breakout? Is it over already? <laughs> I, 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 just, just about over, right? <laughs> boom, Dark boom. Dumb. Good, this is a chorus. This is the best show ever. Uh-huh. That music rocks. We don't even have to drop that in now. Yeah, we don't even have to put the real music in when we do the show. Are you ready? Yep. And welcome to another episode of Pandas Talking Games. I'm one of your hosts, Phil. And I am your other host, Senda. And I am here to tell you that Phil forgot to turn that line red, but I read it anyway. Good job. It would be awkward if I was like, and, and I'm, I'm your other host. I know, I noticed that. Uh, so we just got back from Breakout, and we're both looking a little weird and loopy and kind of punch drunk, because that was three days of awesome and also very little sleep. Um, and what we're going to do tonight, since we failed to record an episode to drop this Monday, which is tomorrow. Tomorrow. And it is currently 1030 at night. <laughs> I mean, we're not without being, you know, we're going to deliver something. Right, right. I mean, of course we're going to deliver. Right. We're committed here. Um, so we just, uh, we're going to talk about the convention. We're going to talk about what we played. We're going to talk about some funny stories. We're basically going to do the recap. And uh, so basically it wouldn't be a show, even though we're just going to do recap, if I didn't mm-hmm. ask you, hey, Definition Panda, mm-hmm. you going to lay a definition on me? What would you like to, what would you like me to define? Breakout. Yeah. <laughs> so for people who don't know, Breakout is a convention in Toronto, Canada. Uh, I think it's in year three. Is that right? Yeah, I think year yeah, three is right. Yeah, it's in its third year. Um, and it's changed locations. So it's in a new location, um, right downtown oh, in Toronto. It was very cool. As in downtown, look out the window, there's City Hall, uh-huh. uh, Toronto. Um, and, um, w- we know some of the organizers, right? People that we know from, uh, uh, Kate. Yep. Bullock, um, Rachel Shelke. Yep. Um, and Rob. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't make me. No, it's Rob. Diebold. Is it Diebold? Is it Diebold? Survey says. Diebold. You work through the work. <laughs> we love you, Rob. <laughs> we love you, Rob. I don't think they're the only organizers, but they're names. the three organize, they're like three of the they're main the- organizers and they're the three that we know. Right. Right. So there are other people, like, let's not diminish I the rest of the breakout staff, but, the break well, but there's a lot more breakout stuff. Uh, well, yeah, there was they lots were, more staff who were also making everything yep. awesome. Um, and so this year it was at the Sheridan uh, uh, Center, mm-hmm. the Canadian Center, Center with the R. Yeah, with the R E. Yep. Um, hotel. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit more about what we thought about the hotel and stuff like that. But um, the con started on Friday afternoon, ran until just like a few hours ago. Yeah. Until we bolted out of <laughs> Canada. We Here, played Escape Toronto. Yeah. Here's here's a special thing. If you've never been to. Uh, Toronto. Toronto has Sunday rush hour traffic. Yeah, like that's a thing. That's that's. It was definitely a thing. Yeah, it's Sunday five o'clock, gridlock. Gridlock. Gridlock in the city. You want to leave? Too bad. Yeah, that's uh, that is definitely a thing. Yeah. Um. So let's. Uh, you know what? I was thinking we could, for tonight we could break this down into um, we could break this down into probably four chunks. Right? Wait, 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 wait. You're, are we going to break down breakout? Yeah. Is that what's happening? Okay. We're going to break down, break out. I'm just checking. We're going to do some overall impressions. Uh-huh. Uh, talk about games we ran. Uh-huh. Talk about games we played. Oof, yes. And uh, then we can just tell some funny stories from the... Yeah, because we got some stories. We got some stories. We got some blackmail material. Yep. Um. So your overall impression, what did you think? This was uh, your first breakout, right? Mine as well. It was definitely well. my first breakout. Um, firstly, I've never been to Canada before. So 
that in and of itself was actually pretty cool. Uh, Toronto was lovely. Um, secondly, uh, I loved Breakout. I thought it was fantastic. Um, it's a very, uh, it's a very, very welcoming con. Um, it felt extremely supportive. Um, I was a fan. I really liked being there. I liked the feeling of being there and the people that were there and everything. I, um, I, I mean, I got to echo Bob. <laughs> we have, we have audience sounds happening. You get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to echo a lot of that, right? I So I have been to Canada before. Um, I hadn't been to Toronto in a little while. And so driving into Toronto, um, when you get up on the Gartner, like all of a sudden when you get close to the city, it's like, boom. It's like nothing but like glass condos. Yeah, like city it, of glass towers, It looks right? – it looks <laughs> – all right, We're well, that's two of, of you. We're getting a lot of echoes back here. It's two of you. <laughs> Don't play with the sound. All right. So – the gardener, like, so, I mean, cause Toronto is very much distinctly its own, um, its own city. So on that approach, like you, you come in and it looks like a cyberpunk city. Like it's nothing but these tall green glass towers. And I mean, right up against the highway, yeah, like feet. Yeah. Even feet. You feel like you can just drag your hand along them as you come in. Yeah. In fact, actually Surreal. Hamish told me that the supplement for the sprawl is actually a Canadian skyline picture because, oh, man. um, because that's what, you know, he had the same yeah. impression of it. Right. Um, I think the, um, I think the con, the con was fantastic on a number of, um, in a number of different ways. First of all, I had players for every one of my tables. Oh yeah. Me too. There was Full no tables. Yeah. No shortage. Yeah. I didn't have to recruit anyone. Like it was, Every one of my games was full or like over capacity. Yep. Um, everybody who I had in my games were like really good, like really good role players. Yeah. Like I was actually, I was really impressed. The people who signed up for my games like brought, um, like really brought it to each game. And I really appreciated that because it made my job, um, a lot easier. I, I would also say that, um, they were probably some of the most diverse tables, mm-hmm. um, that I have had. Um, in terms of, um, in terms of gender identity, in terms of, um, God, like every, every kind of demographic, it was really like, I was really pleased because I mean, honestly, like most of my games I wind up and, and actually my first game, cause we'll talk about this in a little bit, but like my first, my first game was, um, me and four and four white dudes. And I was right. like kind of the norm, but for the rest of the con, it was not that experience. Yeah. Um, and I think that is. Um, and it gets assigned to the efforts that the organizers go to to make sure that that is a very inclusive uh, space. Yeah, I would agree, and I think that they do a pretty bang up job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a lot of they had a lot of things. There were like just little touches that I really appreciated. Like uh, there was a little postcard that yeah. I got when I got my um, no, not the thank you card because we'll talk no, about no, no, that. No, no, but no, no, no. there was the a little postcard. Post- the take little, care of yourself. Yeah, there was a little postcard about yeah, taking care self-care. of yourself. Self care, little self care checklist. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Like, um, please make sure that you sleep and eat and we believe in you and here's a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, I, I, I did cause we were both guests. I, we, um, I got thank you notes. Yeah. Like thank you yeah. notes from the con organizers yeah. for coming to the con and organ. I was like, wow. Like I wasn't, I mean, I was happy that like, I was happy. Like I got in. Right. <laughs> like I was like, right. I was just, ha- I was, I was thrilled to be there. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was really sweet. Yeah. Um, I, there was another moment where like, you know, this, like I, I don't have the greatest ankles. 
Yes. And so standing for any amount of time like starts to hurt me. And you had made mention of it and we were by the um, RPG table. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you said it, uh, River, mm-hmm. um, they were like, um, like here, take this chair, sit down. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, no, no, I- I'm okay. I can go like another few minutes. They're like, no, like if you need to sit, like just have a seat and you know, you know, don't, don't be in pain. And I was like, like, it was really nice. Like very attentive. Like yeah. I thought very attentive to, to people's needs. The other thing I will say is I think the list of people who went to oh. break up beside industry guests, as well as people we knew. Right. Um, but it was impressive. It was awesome. It was impressive. Like, it was awesome. There were so many people that I actually couldn't even keep track. Right. Like, like I think <laughs> yeah, at one don't point. Don't ask me to list everybody that we even said hi well, to. Well, at one point it was like, oh, Sarah Richardson's here. I'm like, where? I didn't even know she was until she went walking by. I didn't see her till like Saturday. Yes. Anyway. So uh, yeah. anyway, overall, seriously positive feels. Yep. I, I would say easily um, if people have listened to our past shows, I have about the same positive reaction to Breakout as I did to Metatopia. Yeah, I would agree. And Dreamation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very much, uh, very much uh, in those fields. So, um, what else did we learn? Did you any other any other impressions? Like, what was so your first time in Canada? What did you think of Canada? Um, um, the money translation in my head is a little weird. Well, basically, the country is twenty percent off. Yeah, right. well, but then they mark everything up 20%. So yes. like, well, because they know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, wow, this food is really expensive. Oh, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> like, well, this is not American dollars, <laughs> right? Um, Your first encounter with Canadian money. Right. Plasty, plasty with, money. With plasty money, yep. which makes me go, this seems very smart. Uh, why aren't we... There's a lot of like, why aren't we doing this? Like, they had the little um like card reader things that they just bring to your table. Oh, like, the card reader! I have never encountered this in the United States. We are barbarians. We are barbarians. And- why are we still like? They take my card away and they do some magic mumbo jumbo with it and then they bring it back. Like, no, no. In Canada, they just bring the thing to your table and you slide it and you do it all yourself in front of them and then you hand it back. And it prints the receipt. And it prints the receipt. Yeah. It's yeah. very civilized. Right. Extremely. Yeah. Very Extremely civilized. civilized. Yeah. Oh, let me ask you one more thing. Yeah. Um, Toronto has its own, um, uh, its own, uh, dungeon. The path system, right? Like. Right. I was like, it, I was like, where are you whoa, going with this? Oh, hey, now. <laughs> Not that. Toronto also. Did I, Toronto did also I has, miss a memo? <laughs> Toronto, Toronto also has those kinds of dungeons, but that was not in the scope of our, of our trip for, <laughs> So the path. The path, yeah. Right. I totally forgot about the path because it had been like some time since I had been in downtown Toronto. And uh, I forget who mentioned it when we first got there. They're like, oh, yeah, there's all these underground restaurants. And I'm like, oh, yeah. like Right. There was – I mean we didn't even explore very far along that path. Like we just pretty much found the food. But like there's like a mall under the city. There's like another city under the city. Yes. It's pretty It was wild. crazy. If you have not been to Toronto before, the path when you are downtown is accessible from like almost every building. Yeah. And you just like walk into it and it is a full – it's like several malls like right, unrolled and spread together. out. together. Yeah. yeah. And some like decent food. Like I got like some like really good Indian. Right. Like at, in a food court. Right. Underground. Yeah. Um, an underground food court. You – what? Like, it's like and what the isn't, cyberpunk and what isn't underground food court. 
what isn't connected? The parking lot. The parking lot. lot. Well, I think it, so I was reading online though, I think it might be and maybe we just never figured out how. It didn't seem obvious. It wasn't obvious. Yeah. But I feel like it might have been. Anyway, I thought it was very cool. Right. right? I thought. um, Yeah, it was good. And and I think, uh, so overall you were, um, what you call it? Overall very positive? Very positive, yes. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about games, like games we ran. Yeah. So what did you run first? Um, I ran Magical Girls first, mm-hmm. right? I ran Love and Justice. What a shocking idea. Um, it has been a bit of a hiatus, so I was like, okay to do it again. <laughs> I haven't run it since I ran it on my other show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was great. I had a full table. I was going to say, you look like you had a full table because I was playing I adjacent to you and I looked over and I was like. Yeah. Oh, no. I had a full table. And, and um you know, great folks. And, um, <laughs> and it was also, uh, it, it landed in the schedule. I got my games in kind of late and it landed in the schedule. Um, I kind of was like, uh, you know, put them in kind of however you see fit. And it ended up landing in the schedule as a four hour game. I have never run Love and Justice for four hours straight before. <laughs> yeah. How did that, how did that go? Um, it went interestingly. It was good. I, we, we took several breaks. So like we made characters and then we took a break and then we played an episode. Um, and it was about, you know, it was one of those, like, having done it very relaxedly in terms of creating characters and stuff, It um, the first episode ended um, about two and a half hours in. That's so I was like, yeah. awesome. So then I was like, cool, we're going to run another episode and we'll just pick up from where we were. What got interesting from that point is because we were picking up from where we were, the next thing that they did was go into space. This game was not particularly built to support the kind of stuff that happens in space when you suddenly Star Trek a bunch of magical girls, but that's pretty much what happened, which is really funny because I'm. Then you just lean on lasers and feelings, right? I kind of did, except that the 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 stats are not quite right. Like, so it got a little bit interesting, but it was very funny. Um, and then um, basically they ended up, you know, blowing up a hollow planet full of like mm-hmm. little creepy nanite things, um, and saving Professor Fuzzy Bottoms, who was the Color Bunny's tiny magical creature. I love of it. Of course. So they were very successful in that. It was good. <laughs> Jerry's talking to somebody. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting whispers from off camera and I'm shaking my head. No, Professor Fuzzy Bottoms didn't have a very good voice. Who's Professor Fuzzy Bottoms? I just said, weren't you paying attention? You said he didn't have a very good voice. I told you that he was the tiny magical creature for the Color Bunnies. Oh. You weren't paying attention. Chris wasn't paying attention. Let it be known by royal decree. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was my first game. I don't know. Did you have any specific things you wanted to talk about with games or just like, no, what? I thought we, we just run? roll through them. So that right. was your first one. So that was my first one. Right. What else did you run? Um, and then, uh, just this morning, actually, I ran Turning Point, mm-hmm. which is, of course, if you don't know by now, the game that Phil and I are writing about, mm-hmm. um, collaborative, Dramatic decision making. You got it. Engine. As a group. Thus the collaborative element. Um, and, uh, and for my particular game of Turning Point, we played through a dilemma which was, um, deciding, um, if you were going to take an experimental drug for a medical condition or not. Mm-hmm. And Rob Abrazado, who's sitting. Yeah, uh, Rob Abrazado is sitting just right there. off screen. He uh yep. he played in that game, right? He definitely did play in and, that game. And Victor Wyatt, right? And Victor Wyatt. I'm kind of jealous. Game. Like you got both uh, you got Victor Wyatt and Rob Abrazado in a game. That's I did. And um and I had one of the myriad of breakout Kevins. 
but I'm I I'm not no it shortage starts, of breakout Kevin's. I can't say his last name, but, but it he's the with author of the he's ward. the author of the ward, which yes. was also a fantastic person to have in that game. It was mm-hmm. a very um, overwhelming game, and if you, if now that I'm listing people, I can tell you that also Schmidt and, and Vanya were in that game too. Okay. So if we're just gonna list everybody who was in the game, we can just list the people in the game, right? Yep. Um, and they were all fantastic. Um, and, uh, and I, it was the closest call in terms of the decision that our character made that I have ever played. Yeah, it was a, it was a one heartstring, like it was a, it was a very torn decision. It's awesome. It was very good. Yeah. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah. I'm very pleased. Like we both ran it separately and I'm going to talk about right, mine. Right, in a right, second, right. We're going to talk about yours too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and we have, of course, some notes, I think between the two of us. And interestingly, I think some of us came back with the same notes having run it separately. It's awesome. Um, but I will let you jump in. Tell us, tell us what you ran. So I ran three things. Um, so my first game I ran, I ran turning point as well. Yep. Uh, and we did, uh, baby blues. Yep. Which is really interesting because I didn't think that was the book that was going to, the dilemma that was going to get picked. Um, cause I had four guys at the table. And they were like, yeah, let's, let's do baby blues. But as it right. turned out, three of them were fathers. Right. So we so, should say baby blues is the one where you're deciding, um, if you're going to have a kid if or not. If you're going to have a kid or not. Yeah. And, uh, it's open because it's, it's basically, it's not gendered. No. Um, and so they decided, they decided on a, um, they decided on a hetero male, mm-hmm. uh, who was making the decision and it was really good. And mine was not nearly as close. Mine was right. four to one. Right. Um, uh, to, against. Against. Yeah. But what the real gut punch of the game for that one was that all through the – so the first four – the first four scenes, they always picked the one that was like leaning towards um, not having a kid. And it was for things like freedom and you know all those things. And then the final scene, they did um, – they did one about – the character um, taking care of a, a baby, mm-hmm. and that one was unanimous for having a baby. Mm, that's but, interesting. But you know the way the mechanics work with four votes with, with plenty of heartstrings, it was completely. Um, it was already way skewed the other way. Yeah, it was way skewed the other yeah. way. So we went from this beat of like, here's this moment where he has this like really fulfilling uh, time taking care of this baby, to turning to his partner and being like, no. I don't want any kids. Right. And it was yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, but it did exactly what it needed to. And, yep. um, I was so pleased, uh, because the things like the things that we talked about, like the things that came from your group of mine, um, were minor, like they're right, structural yeah. things about just like structuring out the scenes a little more. Right. So I played that first. Mm-hmm. My second game was uh, Hydro Hackers, and I did uh, Busted Main, mm-hmm. which is the one where you save the co-op. Yep. And um, that was a blast. I had a lot of fun with that. The uh, Bob played in that game, um, and uh, we. I think I think that one was that one was like a lot of fun. The, Good time. Yeah, they came up. Uh, it, it's great because that one you just present the problem and let the players work on the solution. Would you say that the Busted Main blasted the water? I would not. No. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. It's it's harder when you can't edit out your bad jokes, right? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. (laughs) I was entertaining myself. Carry on. So um, it was good. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think, Bob. Who else was in that game? Do you remember? So many people. 
I walked. Oh, Mo Tusano, the so listen here. No, well, now that we're back in the states, we can <laughs> we can comfortably say Mo Tusano, the Canadian god of gaming. But right. I was a bit concerned about saying it too loud in in Toronto. Like I assumed, like at that point, it'd be, he would be challenged. Like another, mm-hmm. you know, a new challenger approaches. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so Mo was in that game and, um, it was a lot of fun. It, it, it ran where this might be the first time where I didn't come back with anything that I wanted corrected. Yeah. And then I ran it again today and I did the, I did Redwater Blues, the right. full hydro hack. Right. Um, which let me make, a, let me make one comment. If there's anything I would say could be improved at breakout and there aren't too many things. Um, well, I'll just name both of them. There are two things. One, the convention should start on Thursday. Yeah, we just want it more. Right. We just want more. more. But really, my one comment was um, the rectangle tables in the RPG room were a challenge. They were they were, they were a challenge. They were smallish. Especially for, for – well, we manage them, but Hydro Hackers has a lot of parts. Hydro Hackers was a mess all over that I table. I can and they, imagine. I mean, it was – I had covered, you could not see the tablecloth for all the, like, <laughs> like all the stuff we had on the table. But, um, they had one of the best hydro hacks I have ever seen. They actually scored A's on all four of them. They had, when I loaded the deck, they had zero red water. Holy cow. It was tracers, green and blue water, and they, wow. um, they utterly crushed it. They, the wow. detection track barely moved. I, during the whole thing, so all my spends during the transfers, I'm like trying, trying to push. push it up, but they like they all through that thing could not roll under uh, ten. But can Holy I tell you what? Holy cow! I, I mean, they had like their lowest rolls were seven and nines. I don't actually think I made a hard move. Wow! And unlike previous times in Hydra Hackers, where the problem has been like the sweat for effect and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it was it, it, it just rolled like they that. They just rolled well. They just got that lucky. And when they wow. needed to, they helped and sweat. Like that mm-hmm. stuff worked. Um, you know, it's really funny. This is what I love about Canadians. So I made a special card for that game because you know, yep. you uh, you decide your uh, source, your reservoir, and your pipes. Yep. And I thought it would be fun. The hard level was the Ontario Liberation Front. Yep. They're hydro terrorists. Yep. Um, and they refused. They didn't want to take them because they were like, they thought they might be too radical. <laughs> they thought like that was like, they they just thought the, the hydro terrorists were a bit too much. And they, they settled on Splash Lagoon. Right. Which was great. Right. Like the Splash Lagoon scene was a lot of fun to do. Yeah. But it was so funny listening to them because I just assumed like, we're in Canada. I'm going to make this card for the Ontario Liberation Front, right? They're in occupied American territory. No. No. No, they actually no. They go had to the, a, go to the water they park. actually had a discussion where they were like, I don't know, if they're terrorists, like should we really be supporting <laughs> this? And like I was like, wow, oh. like okay, like <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Like but Splash Splash Lagoon turned out to be a fun scene, so um and I had a full full table because I originally had it set for five and mm-hmm. the fifth player didn't show up. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the desk and was like, I have room for one more. And they pulled a guy over and added him to the table. And so I was back up to – um so I had five. I had four at that point. Yep, and then had- two more people showed up and I went up to six. Yeah. And I was like, well, I got six playbooks. I'm like – But like this is it. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's on. Like, every, like here, pass them out. And I handed out all the playbooks and – um, it, it was in a four hour game. It was a little work to make sure that everybody got into, uh, you know, yep. scenes, but, uh, they did it like yeah. they did. And they were, they did a great job. They were, um, 
it was a really fun table. I really enjoyed it. So I, I, that was my last game. I, I played that this morning and I was, um, I was totally psyched. I had weird time. Like I played it 10 to 2. So yeah, no lunch for you. No lunch for you. And no, and we were running late from breakfast. I had no water. Yeah. You had to like, when your game was done, yeah, you was came like, by and got me water. Water? Because yeah. Hydro Hackers is especially bad for that because all you do is talk about how thirsty you are. Right. So you so, like, drink. You got to have water yep. to run that game. Okay. So that's, Crazy. that's what we, um, that's what we wound up playing, or that's what we wound that's up what running. We ran. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you? Um, what did you get to play? Um, let's see. So, the first thing I played was Fairy Costume Adventures, mm-hmm. which was run by Jen Adcock. Jen, and who is awesome, she's fantastic, and she's writing a she's writing an adventure for it right now, um, which also sounds amazing. But we did this caper about pies, and basically, you play little fairies, and you have different costumes that give you different effects. And, uh, I played the, like, um, hot-blooded, um, fairy who was very, like, much a tomboy, but I was wearing the, uh, witch's costume for most of the adventure, so I was just kind of gunning to turn someone into a frog, and I finally got to. And, and, and the way that that works, of course, is that you can't turn back until someone kisses you, so, um. As you do. Yeah, right. So we put, we put a crown on the frog so that she would be a princess when she came back. Uh, I'm not sure it worked. She was still a baker, but <laughs> she had a crown, so it was good. Anyway, it was delightful. It was very fun. It was a, it was a light little romp that I was playing intentionally knowing that I was playing some other darker things. <laughs> Do you want to switch back and forth and say sure. what you were playing while I went and played this lighthearted romp? Yes. Uh-huh. So I got a chance. <laughs> I got a chance to play, uh, Camden Wright's, um, One Child's Heart. Yep. Uh, which Camden ran. Yes. And, um, that game is um, that game is a punch right to right to the feels. Yeah, um, as Camden's games are. As Camden's games are, right? Well He's on brand. Yeah. Um, but the game's beautiful, right? The game is this. Um, it, 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 it's gut gut wrenchingly hard. Uh-huh. Um, story about how you know a group of people go to help a troubled child like equip themselves for life. Right. I, I it, like there's a whole bunch more we can unpack about that game, but um it's really inspiring and Camden does a thing that I, I didn't realize about the game, which I also think is amazing, which is um each time it's played, each kid, each child that's the subject in the game is only played once. Right. So it that group like gets ownership of of that kid. So right. the 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 girl that we that we helped save uh Breeza. Mm-hmm. Like she's ours. Like, right. She never not... she, she never has another story. Right. She Her never has another story and yeah. Yeah. It so um and I made it all the way to the epilogue before <laughs> I uh before <laughs> I shed a tear. Yeah. Um the the epilogue was really touching and it was like at that point I was like I'm all right. Like <laughs> I mean Effie Effie's next to me crying and I'm right. like I'm all right, I'm all right, like I'm gonna make it through this epilogue, like yeah, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful game. And I will say, cause you were like, you want to play one, um, one child's heart. And I was like, I have already played this game and it was beautiful. And it's the one game I've had to take advantage of the, uh, the open table on and, and actually get up and leave for a little bit. And I was like, I think I'm going to play a game about fairies and pies. Yes. And I'll <laughs> play a game that punches me right Why in the Why don't heart. you go play the feels punch game this yes. time? Um, um but 
so but then but then <laughs> but then we decided to we decided to then play a game together yeah yeah uh which was even a like i would say uh, even more of a punch to the feels i don't know it was it was e- it was it was easier for me to handle because it, it hit that one was personally less, less hard right like yeah you had some bleed. it had fewer it had a less personal bleed for yeah me. you had a bleed issue when you played I had a one bleed child when i played one child right. yeah it's true um but we played uh, another game in development yeah red carnations on a black grave and it's uh, Catherine Ramen. Right. Like the noodles. Yes. Uh, a, a, a gauntleteer. Shout out right. to the gauntlet. Right, right. Um, the, um, that, um, that game's amazing. Um, it yeah. takes place in a very small slice of the history of France. Right, uh, like what, a month and a half? Yeah. Very, I, very, in 1871 kind of thing? Exactly. A piece yep. of, a piece of history I was, uh, completely, it, completely unaware of. Completely unaware of. So. I know. Don't you want to check in with the Yeah, they're chat? okay. Everybody over here is we're really trying hard to stay concentrated, you guys, but our entire audience is now holding up a phone to each other. So somebody's pointing speak. at it and laughing. Uh, and they've been doing the it class. for about thirty seconds. Yeah, I, no, but and I, they're shaking their heads and they're not gonna share. I played two games of camera this weekend. Both were deep punches in the fields, and they were both absolutely Wonderful. You gotta yell louder than that if you're gonna be heard, Jerry. <laughs> All right. I know if you'll tell me to shut up. <laughs> no, I played two games with Camden this weekend, and uh, including One Child's Heart, both really hard punches in the fields, worth every second of it. And um, oh my God, just amazing. If you get a chance to play a game with Camden or buy a game from Camden or play one of his games, it's amazing. But he he will make you feel. He's not there to make you cry, but the other players will do it too because just the way they react is amazing. Just Right. I've played the other game that you played that weekend too. I, it was actually the first game that, I think it was the first game that I ever played in with Camden <laughs> at a convention many years ago. Anyway. Nobody can hear you. <laughs> or come up and talk into the mic, one or the other. Yeah, no. Okay, so, uh, we played Red Carnations on a Black Grave. That's where we were. Yep. Um, and that game is about. 18- 1871. Yep, it's okay. about a um a small revolution in France uh where a um socialist um a socialist community formed. And for this like like 2 months worth of time, yep. um this commune like tried to like, you know, make a better France and then ultimately were um stomped into the ground by the um by the Versailles Yeah, the um, the French National Army. Yeah. Yeah, it stomped to the ground in a really extremely deadly, we don't care, men, right. women, children, um, you know, we don't know to this day, was it 10,000 people or 30,000 people who died when the right. army marched back in? We, we don't know, but a lot of people, right? Uh, and so, yep. yeah, and, and, and when intensity. We, and when we say a tough game to play, like you played two characters yep. that lived in the commune. Right. And the, um, the game's played in three acts. In act one, (laughs) and it says this right on the sheet, no one can die. No one can die. It's hopeful and optimistic. The commune is new and fresh. Right, because in previous playtests, there was problems with characters getting killed in act one. Yeah. Um, And then in act two, only one character in in, in the entire group can die. die. Yes. Um, And then in act three, half Half of the the characters characters will die. Pick one of your characters... And tell us how they died. Right. And yep. then in Act 4, maybe your remaining character will live. Possibly, yeah. Yep. In Act 4, choose your fate. 
Are you going to resist arrest, attempt to escape, or cooperate with the encroaching army? Draw a card and see what happens. Brutal. Very brutal. We had an 80% attrition rate. Yes. Yeah. Out of the 10. 10 characters, two of them made it. And and by made it, two of them were exiled. One of them 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 exiled and got, like, exiled to England. One of them exiled to New Caledonia. Right. Which is, you know, even more brutal. Yes. Um, Who did we play that game with? Uh, Moira Turkinson? Yes. And? And her partner. I don't, yes. I, I, I forget. Gone. I forget. Names I forget gone. his name. Um, Moira Turkinson, I believe. Uh, she, she was the driving power behind Warbirds. Yeah. Either say. Warbirds is the LARP or Warbirds the role playing game. I forget which one, but yeah, she's definitely involved in, um, uh, in Warbirds. And I feel that Rob Eberzato is currently looking it up. Rob's doing some we research. We feel that Chris is correct, and we'll f- correct ourselves later because yes. we're not editing. It was um, – Hooray. They were they were excellent they players. They were fantastic to they're, play with. Yeah, they're acting, like scene, like doing scenes with them, and then Catherine, the same thing. Right. Everybody e- was phenomenal. Oh, it was, it was really good. Like just every scene was – the scenes – like the scenes I weren't in were absolutely captivating to watch. Yes. And then the scenes I, I, were, I, I got to play in – like they were phenomenal, and ultimately the whole thing is about politics. Like, right. It really just it it all comes down to politics, politics and relationships, and and the fascinating thing about that game is um is basically playing real people um and their emotions. So it's it's very much a game to me about social history. Yep. Um, understanding the emotions of people who are put into a pressure cooker situation like that. Um. It's an interesting it's, mix because the game is quasi historical. Once right, once play starts, yeah, you, the, you don't worry. It doesn't about. adhere to history, other right. than the events, the, right? Other, the timeline, the timeline, yeah. Other than the timeline of like um the sort of the you know during this time period, this is sort of the feel of the game, right? And that during this period, like the army breaks back in, right? You right. Know? The hard, I mean, the really interesting part was because after that game, I went and looked on um on Wikipedia, right? The characters that we played. Are referenced in the in yeah, like they in were the actual real people. history. Yeah, they yeah. were real people um, who got very different fates. Rob, right. Did we you, we uh, did not play them the way that uh, I was right. The LARP or the oh the collection. Yeah, okay. the collection. Yeah. Um, I we did not play them out in term as as what happened to them. But we but it didn't, well, you, you it didn't matter. And you're you not supposed told. to. Right. You weren't yeah. told. Like, yeah. We I, don't know who they are. Like we found out that my um um Louise the um the radical. She actually lives in right. the uh, in in real in real life. She lived and was exiled and came back to Paris afterwards. But in the game, um, I martyred her. Right. Well, and then additionally, there is another layer of separating it out because as you take the characters, they are real historical figures, but then you immediately differentiate them from the actual historical figures by having to make some specific decisions about their characters and how they're related to each other and interact, mm-hmm. um, which was very, very good. Yeah, very, it was, it's a smart game. Very, it's very it, good. It's a smart game. Smart. It's, uh, it's still somewhere in beta. Right, but it's very good. Yeah, We're it's keeping really... our eyes out for it. Yeah, right? it's I, it's good. I actually posted a little thing on the Gauntlet uh, Hangout uh, on the Gauntlet Slack about um, that game giving me life in the most crushing way, in the like... most crushing way possible, beautiful, beautifully crushing way possible. Yeah. Yes. Um, you played one more thing today, right before. We oh, left. you're right. I totally snuck into James's game of uh, Ghost Court. It was epic. Uh, Rob is nodding over here because he played both the, um, the, whatchamacallit, the clerk and the, the bailiff. There we go. 
which was fantastic. Um, I played a couple of couple of defendants and a plaintiff. Some of them were dead. Some of them weren't. I had some poltergeist problems. I heard that's a fun LARP. That's it was a... great. It's very relaxed. It's kind of like LARP the party game did, LARP. Did James have the wig? Oh, yes, okay. he did. Yeah. Boy, did he. And not just the wig. He had the wig, the gavel, and the robe. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess I should, I should expect no less from you James You should D'Amato. expect no less from D'Amato. Did he, did he dye the wig? Did he dye it what? Like multicolor, like no, his hair, no, no, like no, that would be, no, cause white. that would be like totally on brand. Like, no, it was white, but it was very funny because the other thing that you do in ghost court is you say boo, like no matter what's happening, if you're approving, then you, you say boo approvingly. And if you're, um, you know, disapproving, you say boo disapprovingly because you're all ghosts. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Right. So there was a lot of boo and boo. <laughs> And then he would like bang on the table, you know, because that's ghost court. It was brilliant. We were a truly unruly audience. I think that's all we wound up playing, right? Yeah, I think that's all we wound up playing too. Um, Just hung out with a lot of people though too. Yes. Yes. Well, I think that'll get us to our last part um, for the show is kind of like a couple quick stories about uh, what happened. I I mean, the most memorable for the two of us, I think, was last night. Um, (laughs) Without going into too much detail, there was a (laughs) incredibly in-depth discussion about poutine. Um, The Ottawans. (laughs) There were several Ottawans in the room. And um, uh, much like we Buffalonians um, are religious about our wings, um, the Ottawans were um, equally, equally religious about uh, poutine. And Jason Pitt basically gave a uh, full-on collegiate lecture. It was a dissertation. Yeah, it really was. was. a dissertation on... um, uh, trucker poutine, hipster poutine, heretical poutine, heretical poutine yes. versus orthodox poutine. Yeah. Um, and then the secular split between the Acadian poutine. Did I say that right? I, I think so. Okay. And, and the, the Canadians the, are correct. The Quebecois right. poutine. Um, it was, it was <laughs> more than I had ever, I had ever thought. Ryan Macklin was there. Uh, James DeMont. <laughs> James was in especially good mood that evening. Oh, uh, like we were was... all pretty punchy. Yeah. It was pretty late at night. Alex Roberts had skipped out. She missed, uh, the whole thing. She missed thing. the poutine but conversation. Um, it was quite funny. It was, um, it was, it was really good. There was, there was a lot of social pressure to go out at midnight to get poutine that you resisted. I resisted very hard because I didn't want, it was cold. <laughs> And it would have hurt my tummy to eat le- like lots of big heavy things that late at night. Yeah. I was not going to do it. It was um, it was pretty funny that 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 whole thing. I know we couldn't recreate it, but it was really it was um, truly hilarious. It was very very. Now funny. I know that we have no context, and everybody nope. thinks that we're hilarious. It's fine. Anyway, just remember poutine. Ask so if you meet Jason Pitt, right? If you meet Jason Pitt, you just ask him about poutine, and then ask him to describe it in the sexiest way possible. Yeah, he will also. He will also oblige. It's awkward. <laughs> I, I did, by the way, um, as because as you know, for Redwater Blues, the main project that um, everybody works on is, is Blue Babies. Uh-huh. Which is, yeah, um, also Jason Pitt. Yeah. So I told people, like, if they ran into Jason Pitt to um, to just say, for the babies. Yeah, right. It's it's for the babies. For the babies. For the babies. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, uh, that one was good. Uh, I, I also liked where, um, where Bob injured himself in a board game. <laughs> Uh, Bob injured his booty in a game called Don't Touch My Booty. That's, that's right. Which, which, when you were exhausted, you thought was Don't Touch My Booby. We had to correct that for you. You thought there was something really wrong happening. Yeah, it wasn't touch, 
<laughs> that violates all the safety rules for breakout. <laughs> Can't play Don't Touch My Booby at, at yeah. Right. It's a pirate game. It's uh, a very cool designer? pirate game. Um, Jesse Yatternick. Yep. Ooh, I Good think job. I got it. I think Good I got job. it right. I think you nailed it. Yep. Whew. So what Man, happened? Man, last names are hard. What happened? Bob, can I, can we tell the story? Do you want to come tell the story? Do you want to come tell the story? And Mike, we, we can hand Here you a mic. Here comes Bob. Here comes Bob. You know how this works, kids. Yep. Sit with the panda hat. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying. Oh, All right. <laughs> I'm on a podcast and it's not Tuesday. I'm confused. Hi, my name is not Chris. Hi. <laughs> but I'm still old man Logan. <laughs> Warming up in here. Okay, okay. So the story, because otherwise we're going long. We already are. We didn't even look at the time when we started. I don't know how long it's been. We're playing the game, and the game includes reaching out to the table to grab stuff. Stabby things. Stabby things. <laughs> and unfortunately, someone, before we got to the table, left a glass on the table, and no one thought to move it. And the glass had whiskey and some ice in it. And one point when we reached out and grabbed, um, Todd Crapper, who was playing with us, hit the glass with his arm as he was pulling back, knocked it over, spilled it on the floor, on my leg, and everything. So there was much, you know, like moving like, about. And, oh, and God, save the cards. Save the cards, that kind of thing. Luckily, they were sleeved. Right. Good. Uh, and I got up to move some stuff around and to blot my knee with something. And then I went to sit back down, and the chair that I was sitting on, had these like little bitty arms so it wasn't like i could just like bump the arm and be like oh i'm not in the right spot i went to sit down and i just kind of dropped down on the chair and drove that thing right into my glute <laughs> and it hurt at the time but then this morning when i got up and jumped into the shower i was like holy crap this hurts <laughs> so you bruised your booty i bruised my booty yeah yeah but hey i got to share that with the crowd so yep and it's a good, awesome game, and hopefully that she game will is get it out fun. there. That game is fun. You should all look for it. That was a good it. time. Yeah. Don't touch my booty. Don't touch my booty. All right. We're not going to touch your booty, but you got to give the mic back to Phil when you leave. Oh, wow. Was that an invitation to touch your booty? I don't even know what just happened there. Whew. All right. Did just you, to be warned. Just to be warned. This can only be warned for a certain amount of time. Uh, it starts to get right, really well, okay. warm in there. Next Ooh. time, I guess it's my turn. Sure. Um okay. So yeah, that was. Um, I don't know. Are there, that, are there that, any other actually stories? watching them watching them play that game was hilarious. Right? It was. It, it was, was pretty funny. That was. And, um, and 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 it's and it's um it's it's demo pieces, right? So the cubes that they were picking up were like sharp. Yes. Well, it was fun watching them because it's a pass the card game. It's kind of like spoons, right? Yeah, they were passing like all cards, of a sudden, yeah. like as soon as somebody makes a set. Everybody grabs cubes and there's like this frantic scramble over the table right. trying to grab these cubes. And then there's ow! Yeah, <laughs> I stabbed my hand. That was me too. <laughs> I know that was also Bob. Yes. <laughs> and Chris, apparently. Anyone else stabbed by the booty? No? Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Stabbed by the booty? <laughs> that's probably another Ditch Lily song. Yeah. That's, We're just getting it. It's a single. It was a single. single. It, it was a single. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't their best. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I, uh, I think of, oh, you know, I, Actually, yes, a, yeah, it was a B-side. That's I had a correct. really cool chat with um, Xavier from um, Advantaged Insight, right? No, 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 no. He's just a friend. 
Oh, he's just a friend. He's a writer too. He wrote. He's, he wrote something that we're going to publish at CCC. Okay, I, I knew. I mean, I knew he knew Wayne, but I didn't know if he'd ever been on the show or something like that. Okay, so any Xavier's uh, a friend. He's of, also a patron. Oh, oh well, thanks, Xavier. Oh, hey, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do it. We'll make sure that goes into a patron shout out. Anyway, <laughs> a, um, hey, here's our patron shout right. right now because I don't know how we're gonna do them for this show. Otherwise. Oh no, I haven't. Oh, um, you're right. I'm... Look. <laughs> He's so on top of it. I didn't like do I hadn't my part. There's the this, show notes for the show. There's this part where it says MMP shout out. That's okay. I know what show to do okay. there. It'll be easy. Um, Xavier is um, Swiss, I believe. He has a lovely he was French showing accent. Me unbelievably but, beautiful pictures of the Alps. Yes. yes. So um, I got to chatting with him for just a few minutes. Like we were all having the MMP hangout, mm-hmm. and I was chatting with him about uh, when I was in Paris. I went to this. Um, I went to this game store because I went to see a game store in Paris, which surprisingly doesn't look any different than a game store anywhere else uh, in the U.S. Like I walked in and there's like five guys playing Warhammer at a table and I'm like, hmm, I was hoping for something like different. Something. <laughs> right. But I went like – so while I was there, I went rummaging through the bookshelves because I was like – but you go there and you're like, that's D&D. That's White Wolf. Like, they're just French translate, you know, they're just French translations. But I stumbled on a few French games, and one of them was this, uh, futuristic police game, and I couldn't remember the name of it. And I barely had to describe it, and Xavier, like, goes on his phone, and, like, holds up a picture, and he's like, is this the cover of the book? And I'm like, yes. And so he tells me, like, the whole history of this game, like, how the, um, writers and the publishers, they did, like, the rule book and they did like uh seasons of crime stories like in different books and he's like and then one day the uh they just announced they the company was no longer doing role playing games they were just going to focus on their board game group and they wound up changing their name uh to Asmodee. Oh and I was like what? <laughs> yeah like like this was just like apparently the roots of Asmodee is like they were like this like small time french role playing company that like Quit the like they quit doing RPGs and doubled down on board games, and of course now they like wow. essentially rule like the board game world. Right? Wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I um, I mean, one of the most fantastic things to me about this convention was I actually got to meet a bunch of people um I've never met before that were like people who knew you, like right <laughs> people who listened to these podcasts, which was pretty great. Um. And fantastic and amazing. We hung out with Ariel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like Ariel. Uh, he was part of the great poutine discussion. He was part of the great. Oh, he was. Yes. He was in your Hydra Hacker game. Um, yeah, he was in your yes. Hydra Hacker game, but he was part of the, like, the driving force behind the peer pressure attempt to make everybody get poutine. He was squarely with Jason Pitt. Like, they yes. were. I mean, yeah. they, they were, they were a unit. Yeah. On that one. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they were turning the They screws. were definitely that. I got to hang out with some other peeps. Uh, uh, you know, it's good. funny because it happened to me a couple times where I didn't either recognize people who listened, but during my um, during my Hydra Hackers game today, I was taking a break and one of the players I was playing with was like, oh, how's your arm? And right. I was like, oh, well, clearly, clearly you must you listen, listen to, to something. Right. One because, of my shows. Because <laughs> you would have to know that my arm was all busted up, um, which it's, you know, doing great. I wound up showing um, Rachel um, the uh, the the x-rays right right the right, awesome right, x-rays. right 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 uh and then because she's uh it, you know she works in a pharmacy i was telling her i was on a hydrocodone and she's like well we don't even prescribe that here in canada right except she's for like, like coughing or something yeah yeah she's like we we don't prescribe it i was like yeah i was on it for like three weeks like it was a trip like and not in the best ways 
So anyway, um, that was good. I guess my last things have to do, like, we had some pretty decent meals. Yeah. Like, um, we ate at that Hakka place. Yeah, the Hakka place was delicious, um, which Indian, is like Indian Chinese fusion. We had the, yeah. the chili chicken. Chili that chicken. was yeah. pretty legit. Yep. Um, what else? what else? I don't know. I ate at the food truck and I ate downstairs. So like those were places were not particularly yeah. well, exciting. Well, no, the first night we went out I with ate Chris. I ate Tim Hortons. You ate Tim Hortons in the there US. There was no Tim Hortons in Colorado. You didn't even eat in the Tim Hortons I know. In I had to ingest some Canada before they let me across the border. Exactly. That is true. <laughs> but we went out with, um, we went out with Wayne, Chris, Xavier. Oh, yes. The, what was that? The beer bistro? Yeah. That beer was bistro. fantastic. That was Although good. I, I, I was very excited about a grapefruit beer. That would turned out to be not really a beer. Beer? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure like, I use the word beer. This is a. I don't drink a lot of beers, and I would have finished that whole. I know thing. it was like 2.5 percent yeah. lemonade. I had a, uh, um, <laughs> I had a, I had a pretty, I had actually a pretty decent cider. Yeah, um, you did. I also had duck fat fries. They weren't just duck fat. Duck and beef fat fries. Yeah, because I could taste it. <laughs> they were delicious, comma. <laughs> but. They were very rich, and uh, <laughs> on Friday, I ex- I discovered how rich you have they some were. regrets. Um, regrets? No. <laughs> some inconvenience? A little bit. <laughs> like, a little bit. I had to kind of you know had to make a couple trips between games to the to the men's room, but sure, fine, I'm okay. So when we start talking about Phil's GI, tracks, oh yeah, it's time to end the show. <laughs> But before we end the show, say, Senda, tell me something about a show on the Misdirected Mark Network. Yeah, so let me tell you about She's a Super Geek, because it's the one I can tell you dun, off the dun, top dun. of my head. Uh, She's a Super Geek is an actual play RPG podcast that highlights women as GMs, and I co-host it with my other fantastic co-host, Emily. You just and- pointed somewhere. Emily's not over, <laughs> Emily's Emily? not over there. Emily? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which ways what I have no I don't have lake sense I can't tell Buffalonians where's the lake Where's the lake <laughs> Okay and and <laughs> the lake is big <laughs> I don't know how that's supposed to help you directionally I live in Denver you know how we know which direction we're going Mountain. The mountains are west Okay so apparently the lake the lake is that way Southwest is that way That's so complicated. Southwest is that way, so so. If you drive towards the lake, if you drive towards the lake, you won't get to Colorado. You'll just get wet. No, but wait, so which way's west? That way or that way? It's awkward. It's awkward. <laughs> yeah, They're all thinking about this really hard. No, they can't decide. So, um, anyway, she's a super it doesn't geek matter. So, she's a super geek. It's an actual play RPG highlighting women as GMs. Um, it is, uh, newly on the Misdirected Mark Network, and you should absolutely check it out if you like the sound of my voice in your ears, like Effie does when she goes to sleep at night. That wasn't oh. awkward at all. <laughs> and when Senda makes awkward, <laughs> awkward advances at our listeners. It's not my fault! She was telling me all weekend! It's time to double down on the closing of the show. Uh... <laughs> Say, Senda, uh, where do people reach us on the internet? 
Yeah, well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pandas talk games. You can find us in the Misdirected Mark Google Plus community, or you can drop us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com. And I know that we have some emails sitting in our inbox that I did not get to because we were mm-hmm. at con. We were. We were absolutely a con, so I will get to you soon. Um, if people uh, contact us, they can send us topics or questions, uh, and we will do them on the show. We love doing the topics uh, that you send us. Um, to be honest, we're lazy. We don't like to come up and think about these things ourselves, so we much prefer to do the ones that you tell us to uh-huh. do. It's way more fun anyway. Um, so please keep sending them. Um, we're going to eventually go back to our normal format. After of, 100. Yeah. After We're going to do something weird for 100. I don't right. know what it is yet. I don't know what it is Panda's yet. Panda's talking closets. Yeah. Pa- Panda's talking closets. <laughs> you know, if we delay 100 just a little, we wind up in uh, April, the April Fool's. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think it might be 100 and then Panda's talking closets for the 1st of April and then... Uh, Panda's talking closets know, okay. is going to be amazing. Look, we're planning the show on the show live again. Which means we must keep we moving must on. We keep moving to Stay the Stay besides sending us topics. What can people do with our social media stuff? Well, you can also send us your table selfies. So the next time you are sitting down at a convention or at your home... Home game table, take a picture of yourself playing that awesome game with those awesome peeps and post it on the social media of your choice. Twitter is always my preference, but you know what? I will try to find it wherever you put it and hashtag it table selfie yes. and Phil will like it. I, no. I will like it. If I find it, if I will you, like if it. Really, I come by and I like them. Right. Sometimes I do too. You, you should work on that. Thanks. <laughs> um, if you like what we do here on Pandas Talking Games or elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, you can always support our Patreon campaign. You can go to patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons of the show get all sorts of good things. The non-existent bonus outtakes from this episode. Yeah, it's all um, in the show, folks. Sorry. Yep. There's no editing. Um, but normally our bonus outtakes. Yep. The Misdirected Mark after show. Yep. Uh, which is its own thing all by itself. Also bonus outtakes. Um, <laughs> Uh, you get access to our pre-production show notes, um, weird stuff that we like to make, uh, and give out to our patrons. Uh, and as well, we also like to embarrass ourselves by sometimes shouting out to our patrons, sometimes saying their names correctly. Right. You should do this first one though. Uh, I will, um, because I will do it in the same voice as, yes. I will hurt myself. Yes. So, uh, our first shout out and, um, I'll do this one. You do the rest. Ready? Okay. Uh, Donnie Harville. Night of Pandas. Ooh, that's a that's a good title. That's a title. Thanks, Donnie. Yeah. That's a good title. It, it's it's shouldn't it it's, be Sir Donnie Harville? It, it, it Night could of be. Pandas. I'm just saying that it's the might be the second best uh, title. Oh, what what do you think the the Duke of the After Show? Yeah, the, the, is, uh, <laughs> I think it's Lord, Lord of, of the, the After, after show. show. My bad. Did I get a promotion? <laughs> no, I don't know. Sure, that's Jerry. Jerry's Lord of the After Show. That Lord of the is. After show. That is a special title. That is yeah, some Knight awkwardness. Of is good. We've got a knight and a lady of pandas, I think. Duchess of pandas? Lord and lady panda. No, that's lord and lady, but that's, that's us. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. Who's, who's left? Uh, David Morris. Thank you so much. And who we just, somebody we just saw. I know, Jonathan. I can't say your last name. Lavali? Lavali. Yeah. And he's in the chat room. He's, he's in, in the-, the chat room right now. Oh man. Or was he? Yeah. Well, thanks, Jonathan. You're yep. awesome. We saw him a whole bunch. At, we saw him um, a whole bunch. I hung out with him. Yep. It was great. And we met his partner. She was very yeah. lovely, too. Yeah, yep. she was. She was fantastic. So, Senda, uh-huh. um, one of the other things, um, if you are already back in the Patreon or unable to back the Patreon, the uh, thing that you can do that is like hugging a panda yeah. is to um, leave us a review on 
the thing that is not iTunes, <laughs> though it's iTunes. It, um, it just, just say that. Just say it's that, Apple Podcast, which is a dumber than it's a dumber name hey, than I'm iTunes. I'm not editing this, so I can't move this all to the outtakes. So it's just, just it's bad. You know, Why? Get there. When I have to there. find podcasts, do I go into Apple Podcasts? We're gonna. I go to iTunes. I click to the, the iTunes show. thingy <laughs> Any and go in. Now. Okay. I promise. Okay. Apple any Podcast, moment. right? Any Chris is like any moment you want to end the show. Yep. Any moment, I'll oh, keep this. He's, he's giving us the for God's sake cut. I'm gonna filibuster. <laughs> I'm gonna filibuster. I'm just gonna go on <laughs> all gonna... night. No! <laughs> no! No! Don't make it. All right. so, no! Don't push the button. Don't push, push the, the button. button. Uh, right, right, right. Where were we? Say senda. Right. No, I can just do it. You already did that thing. You rambled about it for like a minute. I know, but the thing it says, I'm the one who closes the show. I haven't said the bit about Apple Podcasts. Oh, yet. come on, just leave us a review. <laughs> we love getting reviews. Put it, put whatever you like. Um, we, uh, they're great. <laughs> I thought it was pretty apparent when I said the whole thing about. You know, it was just your Apple Go podcast ahead, do the thing, rate. The Stitcher, the other thing. It right. If helps you leave us a rating us, or review on Apple Podcasts yep. or wherever you get your podcasts, podcatcher of choice, you can help other people find the show. And we super like to get them. It's like getting hugs from pandas. Yes. Adorable pandas. And more importantly, we're trying to take over that whole category, pandas. Right, yeah. And... We want to make it so that when you search for pandas, all you find is us. That's right. Yeah. So we need some help. <clears throat> yeah, it's our maniacal plan. Yes. I yeah, think that's see? pretty good. We only have two more slots we got to yeah. move up. Who do we got to take out? Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll yeah, find okay. them. Okay, well, we're going to find those podcasts. You guys can't, you guys can't keep talking to us. They can't hear you. We were told we have to take China out if we want to take the panda, the panda title. Over. The panda title. Say, Senda, um, how are we going to get ready for episode 100? I'm going to go sleep for like a fucking week. <laughs> that is the answer. Wow. Uh, by the way, Panda Talking Games we are is explicit. You have been warned. <laughs> Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Show me what you got.